I'm Anita Pogoszalska, and this is Something for the Road. Welcome to Something for the Road on CJU 1280 AM, the show where every month I take you to a new road trip destination in Ontario, and we discover the sights and sounds together. Today's road trip is taking us close to the American border, so turn on your airplane mode as we explore the unique destination of the Thousand Islands. The Thousand Islands are a three-hour drive east of Toronto, but only a half-hour drive from Kingston, which is where I'm staying with my good friend Elise, who's joining me on today's adventure. Do you want to say hello? Hello, my name is Elise, and I'm here to join Anita on this wonderful Thousand Island cruise. <laughs> we're in the Thousand Islands, and we're gonna go on a boat. <laughs> The islands spread out for a considerable distance, and there's a number of towns you can stop at while visiting. We chose Gananoke, since it's the closest to Kingston, and also near the departure port for City Cruises, which is the boat company that we chose to take us on a tour of the islands. Gananoke boasts a variety of outdoor activities, including sea kayaking, scuba diving, swimming, nature walks, and the 37-kilometer 1,000 Islands bike path. The St. Lawrence River is also a world-renowned fishery, if that's something you're into. Gananoke is very much a Canadian small town, the kind with a singular main street that you drive through on your way to bigger towns. It's cute though, and there are a decent amount of shops to check out. If you're in Gananoke on the weekend, the Gananoke Flea Market, an antique store, offers a very wide selection of eclectic trinkets and just about all of the junk and or treasure your heart desires. Welcome aboard. Before this cruise vessel leaves the dock, please listen carefully to these important safety instructions. Don't you smell that? That's the smell of not seawater. <laughs> I'm enjoying this warm. Yeah. Nice. Microclimate. Autumn is the perfect time to visit the Thousand Islands. The microclimate offers warmer temperatures than you'd normally expect and the fall foliage reflects beautifully off the clear waters of the St. Lawrence River. The crowds are also not as big as they'd be in summer months. So there's actually 1,864 islands. So the 864, they didn't just, you know, round it up to 2,000? Oh, did you know that these waters used to be patrolled by pirates? Yes, actually. I think that's fun. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um, it's pretty interesting. Too bad we don't have many pirate stories about Canadian pirates, you know? Mm. I think it's a missed opportunity here. Yeah. Can you believe people actually live on the islands? And just island living? No, I don't believe that. This is technically, they are totally right in saying, yes, they're island living. They're islanders? <laughs> Question mark? just, you know, five minutes away from Gananoke, so mm. it's a bit of a surreal thing to think about. Uh, but that sparkling water does look very nice. I think it's very rude that they don't serve food on these cruises. Um, like as a courtesy? Just, yeah. They should at the very least uh, serve salad with Thousand Island dressing. Oh yes. 
Thousand Islands saw just did originate in the Thousand Islands. Really? Yes, it did. That's impressive. No one can agree exactly on how it was made, but it was made here in these fairy Thousand Islands. That's interesting. So is there a place to specifically get Thousand Island uh, salad, I guess, dressing? Why don't they advertise that more? I don't know. That could be a thing for them. It could be. I feel like they're missing the opportunity here. They really are. I also don't like Thousand Island dressing. I don't either. You look to the left right now, that's the famous Zavacon Islands with the shortest international bridge. You'll see the little white bridge coming into view. The Canadian flag is on the left, the American flag on the right, and in the center is the Hungarian flag. People that originally owned this were from Hungary. And it's also said that whenever he had a fight with his wife, he said, I'm leaving the country, and he walks across the bridge. Welcome to the U.S., New York State. One of the top attractions of the Thousand Islands is Bolt Castle, the site of which is advertised as home to one of the saddest love stories ever told. Our story begins in the mid-19th century, when Prussian immigrant George Bolt won over the owner of an exclusive club in Philadelphia and became its manager. His boss's daughter, Louise Kerr, turned out to be the love of his life, and they got married soon after, when she was only 16. Bolt would continue to make his fortune as a hotel magnet. You might have heard the classic phrase, the customer is always right. George Bolt is actually the person credited with coining it. Needless to say, the man became a millionaire. In the summer of 1900, after over 20 years of marriage, Bolt bought Heart Island for $1 and set out to build an incredibly impressive gift for his wife, to be presented to her on Valentine's Day, which also happened to be her birthday. The gift was to be a grand castle on the island, and approximately 300 laborers were hired for its construction, which went on for the next four years. The 60,000 square foot castle was to be six stories tall, with 127 rooms, modeled after a German fortress on the Rhine. But, in 1904, construction was suddenly halted. Just a month away from Valentine's Day, Louise had died. Heartbroken, George Bolt abandoned the castle, and so it sat neglected for 73 years. The years of neglect took their toll on the structure, but eventually the Thousand Islands Bridge Authority a nonprofit organization, took to restoring and preserving the castle, and turned it, with the help of several million dollars, into the tourist destination we are able to visit today. Bolt Castle is definitely worth visiting if you can. Certain cruises offer stopover options that let you explore the island and wander the castle grounds, but bear in mind that the castle is on US territory, so you'll need your passport to go there. We stuck to the hour-long basic cruise, but even from the outside, Bolt Castle was a stunning sight to behold. How was the trip, ladies? It was a lot of fun. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> 
The Thousand Islands has a microclimate of moist air, and combined with fertile soil, it's an ideal spot for wineries and breweries. There's an abundance of places for you to sample beer and wine, with a lot of them being in the United States, unfortunately. Since I was driving, we skipped on the alcohol and decided to focus on culinary options. There are not a whole lot of places to eat well in the Thousand Islands, and you might want to research where you're going beforehand, but some notable places are Laverne's Eatery, which is a laid-back cafe with a very funky counter built on top of a massive stack of books. Another noteworthy dining spot is the Purple House Cafe, an upscale pizza joint that's situated literally in a purple house, and it's very charming. So what did you think of the Thousand Islands? A lot of islands. A lot of islands, a lot of water, a lot of rich people's houses, and lots of people jet skiing just by us and making me jealous. And that was our road trip to the Thousand Islands. This episode was written and produced by me, Anita Pogoszalska, for CGRU 1288UM. Special thanks to Elisa Bond for joining me on this adventure, and thank you for tuning in. The show airs every Thursday at 5.30pm, with new episodes on the first Thursday of every month. I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you next time, with a little something for the road.